Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Whenever you are, welcome to Two Men with a Mic. Good morning. Good morning, my friend. How are you, brother? I am making it through the day. Are you still not feeling so hot? Yeah, but it's all right. I'm I'm doing okay. I'm I'm blessed to be where I am. So I'm all right. That's good. That's good. You I understand you got a little ill and you got some medicine for it. So has the medicine been helping? Uh that's still hard to tell. Um I haven't I didn't take any today. Um and and I woke up uh in the middle of the night with the room spinning and stuff. So I don't know. I'm still working it out, but I only took one dose yesterday. So, um, but yeah, I'm figuring it out and just getting it, um, you know, working through it. I'm okay. Pretty much as long as I don't, I'm not too active. Yeah. That's, that's where it, you know, if I'm, if I'm sitting in a spot or, you know, like I worked from home, last week and pretty much sitting at my desk i was okay you know just kind of sitting there and stuff like that so it's it it seems to be more of the the moving around trying to walk and stuff like that that, that's good that gets challenging what is it like what it's it's just um only way i can describe it is uh well i mean i guess they call it like vertigo but more it's just like um you know how i've always gotten really motion sick yeah you know so it's just kind of like that but but like what triggered it i don't know i just uh maybe some water in my ears or or something like that not really too sure i mean you you know we investigated it online a little bit and stuff but you know age um stuff like that there's a lot of underlining causes but you know i went to the doctor and they you know drew five gallons of blood ran all their tests and you know i'm actually in pretty good health based on the blood test so (laughs) i'm good (laughs) you know i got the oil checked and oil levels are fine so, um, you know, not sure what else to say. What kind of meds did they give you? Just a anti, um, um, I don't know, anti not room spinning medicine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Something to help with dizziness. Okay. But it makes you tired. So I think it's probably the same stuff like you would take if you went going to go out on a boat. You know? Oh, right. Um, Dramamine. Yeah, Dramamine is what I call it. Dramamine, yeah. Yeah. Because if they're like, it's an age thing, is this sort of, could this be a thing where you're like, well, you're just going to need to take that medicine for the rest of your life? No, I don't think so. Um it could be uh they gave me some like allergy medicine because he said there was some fluid in the ears and stuff so i guess the allergy medicine is just an easy way to dry up the 
the fluid, you know, because that's what allergy medicine kind of does, kind of dries you out. So, so are you gonna work from home tomorrow? No, I'm gonna. I, I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give it a shot and see how tomorrow goes. Um, you know, it, it it's it's not that bad. You know, if you find me in a ditch somewhere, then you know I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the gallows humor of. <laughs> You know, you just you just got to give it a shot. You know, you just got to give it a a, a a shot. See what happens. Yeah. Well, I hope you're. I hope you're all better by tomorrow, and I hope it's like no problem. Yeah. Well, I got this meds, and um, you know, worst case, I just take that, and I'm not dizzy, right? Yeah. There you go. Snap of the fingers. Modern medicine. What are you going to do? But today you're still kind of Well, I think it's just because I had to get up early. I don't know. Um, although it's not as early as I normally get up. Um, I'm just finding myself in need of a lot of rest. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Today's busy day for us. So that's I had to get up anyway. So today you're going to the church to church. Yeah, today we're going to go to church. Amber's going to get baptized. She, um, The last time she tried to get baptized, uh, Jen had her uh, incident where we ended up in the hospital and and dealing with all that. So Jen was actually in the hospital, so Amber didn't do it. Mm-hmm. So um, now we're going to, um, she's going to do it again today. So, cool. you know, we're all excited for that. Just, uh, it's just an outward expression of her inward uh, feelings for God. So, it's it's awesome that she's going to do that. That'll be beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It's um, I'm excited for her that she's you know taking this path, and um, you know, all of our kids will be. I believe they've all been baptized um, after Amber. Actually, I don't remember. <laughs> I'm surprised, though. I would have thought you'd had her baptized at birth. No, it doesn't doesn't work like that. Or whenever they, how does it work? It it, it needs to be that end of that's that's a Catholic faith. Um, mm-hmm. Christianity, it it has to be your decision, and it's a it's an outward expression of the way you feel inward, but it's the whole point of it is, is it's, is it's your decision, right? It's your, your, you as an individual making that decision, not somebody else making that decision for you, that it's your, your choice, your, your decision when you're mature enough to understand what it means. Oh, okay. That's, that's interesting. So is it like a, like how did how what will they do it's it's a water baptism so do they they, in water yeah but you know they have it's like in the church so it's like a hot tub kind of thing you know and and so they step down into it and they pray over them and they dunk them in the water and and bring them back up the individual will will go up there and say who they are and 
what brought them to this point. You know, they give like a one or two minute speech to the group and then they uh, are to the church and then they uh, get dunked, get dunked for God. Dunked for God. Hey there, Amber here. Are you in dire need of trying to reach Mitch and Mike? Or maybe just want to be a part of the show? Well, it's easy. You could log on to twomenwithamike.com. That's the number two. And go to the About section, where you'll find all the ways to contact Mitch and Mike. You can email them at the number twomenwithamike at gmail.com. At the bottom of any episode on Spotify, you can hit the leave a message link or write a comment. Oh my. Hey, so did you watch um, Gods and Monsters? Think speaking of God, it Gods or, or what is it called? Oh, Gods and Monsters is another one. <laughs> speaking of the Old Testament, no, actually, there is another movie called Gods and Monsters, I believe, and it's actually, well, it's actually, in my opinion, pretty good. Um, oh, was that the one I was supposed to watch? No, that's not the ones I watch. I watched Exodus, Kings and Gods, or something. That's what it was. That's what we're supposed to watch. Or the okay. We... It's just we're talking about the baptism, so I thought that that was sort of a segue. Yeah. Well, they didn't have that in there. <laughs> Guy didn't send down like plagues and stuff. <laughs> like they didn't do that. He doesn't do that during the baptism ritual. <laughs> during the baptism. <laughs> no no he doesn't do that but but we can let amber uh talk about the baptism that'd be a good one for her to explain yeah i would like to hear what she has to say about it yeah um i mean it is a ritual it's it's a kind of magic so i kind of wonder about like what's being why do you why do you say it's a kind of magic because it's not well um any ritual is is kind of magic i i from well but but that's what i'm trying to explain to you it's not it's a it's it's an outward expression of the way the person feels on the inside so it's that would be like saying what an artist draws is magic Mm -hmm. expression of your faith right right it's it's the same as praying before you eat. So it's a, it's an idea that, that you're immersing yourself and coming out, um, refreshed and, and its intentions are, are to be, um, a way of cleansing, cleansing yourself by, uh, surrendering, and and you know outwardly showing to everybody around watching i'm sure everybody can have their own inward meaning for it when they do it but that is that is the way that i that i personally view it is it's you broadcasting to the world that i'm a christian i'm proud to be a christian i love god and um i'm 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 dedicating myself to god Mm -hmm. 
right? It's it's kind of like that, like a dedicate, like a baby, you know, like like a dedication. But you're making that choice to dedicate yourself to God, mm-hmm. and it it uh, you know because they don't like they don't do it. You can do it anywhere. Like you know, they did it obviously back in those days. They didn't have easy containers to hold water, <laughs> you know, like 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 we do now. So they do it in a river. They do it at a beach. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I, I, so I, I think, I think individually, each person, it might have a significant meaning or it might have, um, some kind of, um, effect on them and their relationship with God personally, mm-hmm. but it's not intended to like, um, you go in unsha- unshaven and you come out shaven. You know, yeah, it, it's it's not intended to, um, at least in my opinion, uh, to make you a new person. It's 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 just an evolution in your Christian faith. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I understand that level of it, but I with all the stuff that I've learned, I, I wonder if there's sort of like a, a magical component to it, because like. Christians say you speak it into action. Like, have you heard that? Two or more are gathered. Your prayers will be answered. Well, there's an idea that we're creating reality with our thoughts, i.e. speaking it into action. And um, I was just listening to like a um, religious scholar uh, a a couple days ago. And and, um, he said, you know, I've heard this before, but like um, the reason that they call spelling like words and stuff. Uh-huh. spelling is because you're actually casting a spell every single time you speak that's presumably shaping the field of infinite potential that we really are into your thought and your words right then well then that's good for me i'm not doing any of that because i can't spell <laughs> <laughs> so you're safe that's good yeah. no, I, I, I just want... you're going to hell but i'm safe because i can't spell <laughs> Yeah. See, I knew that was going to end up being a strength for you. <laughs> They'd be, they round up all witches and they're like, okay, each of one of you, let's see, you know, write your, write these words. And they look at mine and they go, all right, you're excused. <laughs> <laughs> you're covered. <laughs> you're free to go. <laughs> I don't know. Like, um, but so, like, uh, so there's an idea that, there's 18 years of Jesus's life that are missing in the Bible. And so there's a lot of evidence that during that time he was studying um, Eastern religions like monks and yogis. And he became like the ultimate, uh, well, some say Buddhist monk um, and uh, you know, some say yogi, but he mastered those arts, which, you know, consists of, um, focusing your mind and breathing in certain ways and moving your body in certain ways, you know, it's yoga meditation. Um, so it, it doesn't take away from like Christianity or anything. It just sort of like adds to the spiritual experience. Um, but, uh, 
yeah, he just that idea you're creating reality with well and and then you know they say like if you become a Christian then you're absolved of your sins like Jesus will take all your sins and um well yeah you can you can ask for forgiveness for for your past transgressions and understand that you know we're not perfect but if the efforts there your heart's there and 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 all of that then yeah you don't you can you can ask for forgiveness um because of jesus's sacrifice you know on the cross because he was innocent Mm -hmm. he hadn't done anything and he was you know he sacrificed for our for our sins he was he was the lamb Mm -hmm. the same as um the lion the witch and the wardrobe right that's the same same theory as in that book if people want to reference something that's not the bible right right the the lion represented purity and had done nothing wrong and he um stepped in for the sin of of man Mm -hmm. and um was innocent Mm -hmm. and so you know he died for our sins um, in one final sacrifice so that there is an opportunity for individuals to be forgiven for their past transgressions and mistakes and um, an opportunity for them to know Jesus and God and an opportunity for them to um, improve and, um, you know, use their powers for good. Right. And, you know, I, I keep using the word opportunity. It, it, you know, there are a lot of, and it's sad, but there are a lot of fake people out there who um, pretend to be Christians who, you know, when you see them in their daily lives are truly not. Yeah. You know, and, and we've talked about it on the show before where there's, you know, like people will go to church and then as soon as they get into the parking lot, they're, they're pure road rage. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, 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 and that sort of thing. So it's not what you do when the spotlight's on you. And we've talked about that before. It's, it's what you do when no one's looking. That's the, that's the test of a good person. Right. Right. It's how good of a person are you when no one's looking, mm-hmm. you know, are you, are you, um, going to, as an example, we found a hundred dollars on the ground cash one day walking into a grocery store. Mm-hmm. So we obviously could have taught our kids at that moment. Oh, you know, it's cash. It's on the floor. You're never going to find the owner. Keep it. Right. Right. Finders, keepers, losers, weepers. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that saying growing up? Yeah. <laughs> When the guy would beat the shit out of you and take your lunch money, and then he'd say, "Finders keepers, losers weepers." <laughs> <laughs> um, I never got beat up for my lunch money, though. No, I didn't either. But it's fun to say. But I, I did get beat up. I just not for my lunch money. I just got beat up because I was a white kid with glasses. <laughs> when but did that happen? In high school, in like uh, ninth or tenth grade. Oh wait, I remember that. Yeah. And then your mom had to, they had your mom come in and stuff and Yeah, yeah. 
then he, uh, the guy disappeared somewhere. He did? He dropped out of school? No, I don't know. I, I, he, that never bothered me again. You, like you had a class with, and then like every yeah. time to the class, he would try to hassle you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I vaguely so, remember that. Yeah, I got bullied in high school. Just that, but that was that one experience. Yeah, yeah, it was just that one experience. Yeah, that's enough for any kid. Oh yeah, definitely. I got, well, I got bullied when I played football, but, but, um, but I fixed that myself. So, by smacking him upside the head. <laughs> well, you just had to, yeah, you just had to demonstrate a a, a level of fight. A level, right. not not a level of fight. A little, a level of, of um. Uh, I can't think of the word, right? but just, uh, you know, I, I, if you stop letting yourself get pushed around, you won't get pushed around. So, I was like, I started out as a punching bag, and then I, I started to punch back. I mean, I wasn't going to defeat the guys that are a hundred pounds heavier than me, yeah. but I didn't have to let them walk all over me. Yeah, that was also in high school? Yeah. That's funny. I don't remember you telling me that. I remember going with you to football practice and stuff, or waiting for you while you were at football practice so we could walk home from school together after that. Yeah. I used to go like to the art room where the art teacher was, and I would like sit and draw pictures and then wait for you to finish football practice. And then after... You walked home from school together. But I don't remember you telling me about, like, everybody being rough. Yeah, I probably didn't want to advertise that. <laughs> you know, it's okay now. It's like 40 years later. Yeah. I, I you know, but it still sticks with you, you know. Yeah. It was those, those I have drill- a couple of bullying incidents, like, um, yeah. just just fights that I had and are... Um, yeah, and they, you all, you remember them forever. Yeah, yeah. So just getting back to the uh, to the other conversation, I kind of lost my train of thought. But um, you know, it's it being a Christian is is always a challenge. It 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 asks us to it asks you to do something that's really hard because internally you're always, you have this survival instinct, right? I mean, we all have it, right? We have this, this instinct to survive, right? I need to eat. I need to, I need a place to sleep, right? I need all these things. And so, you know, like when, just like if you're a tiger or something, right, it internally has this, the instinct to hunt Mm -hmm. and kill it's prey and, and eat it and, and, and all that kind of stuff. Right. It's, it's inside of it. It has to do it. Yeah. And some of the things in Christianity ask you to put that stuff in, in check. It, it, it tells you to put the whole concept of um, survival of the fittest or only the strong survive, mm-hmm. um, you know, and that sort of thing, put, put that mentality in check. Mm-hmm. And it isn't, it isn't about, um, um, the strong surviving and only the strong should survive and that whole mentality, right? It's, 
It's about helping the ones that are in need. And usually the ones that are in need are the weak and sick. Uh-huh. Right. And, and, and so it, it, it takes an effort to be a Christian. It's not, it's not an easy thing. You know, when you get angry with road rage, not, you know, I, I get mad sometimes and, you know, then I got to put myself in check and say, Hey, you don't want to behave this way. This isn't the right way to behave. Just let it go. Yeah. It's a stupid car. Yeah. You know, even though you could put your truck in four wheel drive and ride right over the top of it. <laughs> <laughs> Decapitating the driver with your sawzall as you rolled. Yes, exactly. <laughs> not that those thoughts don't, don't, don't cross your, your, your mind. I'm not perfect. I'm not saying I'm perfect and there isn't any, or there shouldn't be any Christians out there saying they are perfect. Yeah. I mean, we're a bunch of screwed up people. Yeah, you Everybody know. Is. Excuse me, I'm still saying. You know, so it isn't. It isn't about being perfect. I mean, Jesus was, and he was the only one. And then he went ahead, and, and for no fault of his own, he basically got nailed to a cross and then stabbed with a sword, and you know, so on and so forth. Not to mention, he was stoned and beaten and wore a crown of thorns and you know all this nasty stuff um and he didn't do anything wrong but he chose to bear you know to to bear that burden mm -hmm. and um you know to to because you know he loved us and 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 he he wanted to save us so he he gave us an avenue to um follow yeah and um you know it, it, it's it's everybody's choice and um there's nothing in in the bible that i'm aware of that makes you do anything but be nice yeah you know um it, it gives some basic instructions you know and and that sort of thing but there's no you know basically what the bible says is thank god for everything you have because through him you have everything if you want to sum it up in like one sentence yeah you know and and the and the bible is the story of of everything that man has gone through to make it right since the beginning of adam and eve yeah you know and uh it shows all of man's mistakes, all of man's doubts, you know, even the, every hero in the Bible is imperfect. Yeah. And makes mistakes and then has to deal with the consequences of those mistakes. Yeah. And, uh, it's, it's not an easy life and nobody's, no, nobody's immune to the hardships. Well, it's just, um, like, remember we had the interview with the Indian lady, and so she knew everything about, like, Eastern spirituality. Uma? Yeah. And then uh -huh. um, I was like, well, all right, so they say in Christianity that, like, um, Jesus will take your sins, and so you'll be covered. And I was like, is that true? And she was like, oh, my God, no. And um, and then later on, uh, I I 
just in my ongoing study of spirituality, I was listening to, uh, I forgot who it was, or I, no, I was reading some stuff from um, Self-Realization Fellowship, and they were saying, uh, yeah, it was Paramahansa Yogananda, and, and he was saying that his guru, um, Swami Sri Teswar, he, um, blessings to them both, and to Jesus, um, that uh, um, he, he had kind of a bad death. And the reason he had kind of a bad death is because he was taking the bad karma from um, his disciples. Like he was like, and so that's the process that they say that Jesus is doing too. Like if you give yourself to Christianity and Jesus, then he can take your sins away, which is like taking your bad karma away. And Swami Sri Teswar was doing that and for as a guru he was taking the bad karma from his disciples and taking it onto himself and then like dissolving it there using like yogic techniques and stuff um but he did so much of that that uh, actually he kind of had a bad death as opposed to like um other yogis who you know they know when they're gonna die and when they do they do like a mahasamadhi meditation and just exit their bodies and they don't suffer at all. Um, but Swami Sri Tesfar had taken on so much sin from his disciples and stuff that it was like too difficult for him to do it. So anyway, for me, that was like a light bulb went off and it, and it was like an aha moment. And it was like, oh, well, so there is like a yogic technique where someone like Jesus um, could do that conceivably, like take all of his followers since all of his followers, perhaps who are connected to him, like by the baptism. And so there too, like with the baptism, which is what's kind of sparked this whole conversation. Um, I'm wondering too, you know, um, it's, it's kind of, it's a ritual and it's kind of a magical thing. And so it, you know, it does, it, it perhaps that's one of the ways that you get connected to Jesus so that he can do the yogic technique of like taking your sins, you know? So I just, I just wonder what it is. Like, I, I, I wonder if it's more than symbolic. I, I wonder if um, it actually functions as kind of like a magical ritual. Hey guys, sorry for the interruption. But guess what today is? Tuesday Rants with, you guessed it, Amber. Welcome back to the studio, everyone. Hey, everyone. Welcome back and a very happy Tuesday. We are here and we made it to another lovely week. And actually, this is the last Tuesday of August and we are going to be entering into September and getting started on our fall months. And I am so excited because fall is my absolute favorite season. And if you didn't know already, Starbucks just released their fall menu, so if you haven't gotten over to Starbucks, definitely do that. Um, they may or may not be sold out when you get there, because I will have already been there. Um, but definitely give their pumpkin cream cheese muffin a try, absolutely delicious, and their iced pumpkin spice 
latte to die for so so happy that falls around the corner and i hope that everybody had an amazing august season something really special happened for me this last sunday um and it's also the last sunday of august and um i was actually baptized at our church here in patterson and that was just an incredible experience and I first just want to say thank you to everybody who was able to come and cheer me on. Um, it really, really meant a lot. And it was so great to have a whole bunch of family and friends there um, to really just make the moment 10 times sweeter. Um, so that was really cool. And I, I got to share my testimony with everyone. And it was just a really great time. And I had, I had already accepted... Uh, God into my heart when I was 13, but I had never truly been like baptized in water. And the thing with baptisms is a lot of people think that baptisms are a way of your ticket into heaven. Oh, I get baptized and that's it. I'm going straight to heaven. And I don't have anything else to do. Um, but that is not the case at all. And even if you get baptized, that doesn't mean you're going to heaven. Basically, um, in my opinion, um, is that baptism is really the outward sign of an inward change um, for someone. So basically, you've accepted God into your heart already and you're going through the baptism to kind of like share with everyone else in the crowd and say that I am with God. You know, so it's kind of just that that outward sign telling others that this is what I stand for. This is what I believe in. This is the type of life I want to live. Um, so that's really what um, what baptism is all about. And what's also cool about it, I mean, baptism has, has so many different um, symbolic meanings. But... Um, Another symbol of it is that it actually uh, also represents the death and uh, resurrection of Jesus Christ. And uh, for those who don't know, um, Jesus was uh, hung on the cross and died for our sins. Um, and three days later, he rose again. And what's really great about baptism is the fact that it is signifying that death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. You know, as a believer is immersed into the water, um, they're emerging from the water. It's like mirroring Christ's resurrection and symbolizing a believer's new life in Christ. And it's really, you know, demonstrating someone's act of acceptance of Christ's redemptive work and, and all that they desire to do to live out a life more like Christ. And they're, you know, they're displaying that transformed life and really becoming more spiritually cleansed. And it's just that, like, public declaration of one's faith. And, um... You know, it's it's really just like openly acknowledging that faith in front of fellow friends, family, community, and God. And, you know, just really telling God that I am here for you and I want to live a life with you and more like you. And so it's just like a really powerful statement and testimony. 
And, um, you know, it, sh it shouldn't be taken lightly. And people shouldn't just do it to do it. Like, there, I think there's a point in time, like, when people have to be ready. Like, I, I disagree with um, all the, like, baby baptisms because those babies aren't doing it out of, you know, wanting to grow their relationship with God because they don't even, you know, they don't in their true hearts know who God is. And so I think baptism should be something for when somebody's older, you know, when they've gotten to really grow in their relationship with Christ and get to know him more because it's like, it's, it's, you know, baptism is for the growth of faith. It's, it's a starting point. It doesn't mark the end of a believer's journey, but really like that beginning point. And it's, it's the catalyst for spiritual growth and prompting a believer to seek a deeper understanding of their faith and engaging in prayer and study of scripture and participating in the life of church. And it overall, just in summary, just holds like a deep significance, as I said, a symbol of spiritual transformation, public declaration, and initiation into a Christian community. And it's just like showing that act of obedience that fosters that spiritual growth and deepens one's relationship with God through faith in Jesus. And I really think that it's a pivotal, it's a pivotal moment in one's life when they take um, the step in wanting to be baptized because it's really just showing their commitment to Christ and marking the beginning, beginning of their journey of faith. Um, and I just, I think it's something that you really have to be older to understand because, you know, even young children who do it, I mean, yeah, they might have heard of it and their parents might explain it, but they don't truly have that connection, that bond with God yet. Um, and so I think that it's something that develops over time and, and that type of thing. So I think it's a really, really powerful statement, powerful moment in one's life. And um, I'm very grateful that I was able to do it this past Sunday and have all my loved ones there. And I really just felt like ready and I've been really growing in my faith with God and my relationship with him. And um, I knew it was time. It was time to really declare um, my decision of following Christ and share that with everyone around me um, and share my testimony and all the good that God has done in my life. Because um, I wouldn't be where I am today without him. And so, yeah, I just kind of wanted to share a little bit of what baptism means, what it is, and, you know, how significant it can be in one's life. So I hope that if, if you're considering baptism or um, wondering more like what it's about, I hope this was able to help you and um, just really continue to pray to God and to um, give you the courage to go out there and get baptized if you're wanting to and, um, you know, to just learn more about it. Um, so yeah, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day and I will see you next week. So, yeah, I'm just, I'm wondering about that. I mean, to be honest, um, 
there's been a lot of corruption in in the Christian Church and and uh, and I, and in the Catholic Church and uh, like your mom is a big scholar and and she's Christian and and she studied the Bible and the origins of the Bible and um, you know they took out reincarnation that used to be in the Bible. Um, they took out, you should meditate, like practice yoga and meditate. That used to be in the Bible. And they also took out, um, you don't have to have a priest or go to a church. You can just have a personal relationship with God. And uh, so uh, some of the keys that um, can be useful on the spiritual path were like deliberately removed from the Bible. And so while still being a Christian, um, your mom, you know, has issues with the Bible itself. Like she, I, she doesn't really look at it like, okay, that's it. You know, that, that was, that's it. That's the word of God. It's the instruction manual. Well, it, it, you know, it, there's a couple things to that. So um, there are very few things in the Bible that say you have to do this exactly like this right mm -hmm. if 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 you um read the bible and 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 you hear the stories it's more about what not to do than it is about what to do right right it it's yes in the old testament there are the 10 commandments but then in the new testament that's where the following of the 10 commandments are 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 still what what you know what we have to do but our absolute punishment for not following the 10 commandments is with there's a, there's another path and that is through uh jesus and um even as far as uh you know like salvation yeah right it the idea behind salvation is is that the prayer to come to jesus isn't there isn't like necessarily one written prayer that you have to recite this and memorize it right mm -hmm. it's 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 just a confession to jesus that jesus is the lord mm -hmm. and um you know through him and only through him is is the way that you come to god mm-hmm um, it's, uh, I've, you know, it, it isn't, I've been to different places and they all say different things, but basically you, you, you believe that Jesus died on the cross and, um, uh, he took our sins and, and that he is the one and one and only, mm -hmm. and, um, you acknowledge in your heart that Jesus is Lord, you know, you confess with your mouth by saying the prayer. And you believe that Jesus died for your sins and was raised later, three days later, right? And then you, 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 you go on from there, and you and you do your best um, to follow the Christian beliefs. And if you truly break it down to as simple as you can, right? As as as, as you want to make it, it's do no harm, right? It's it's help the needy. It's love your brother, your sister, and treat everybody with respect. 
Yeah. You know, I mean, the, the everyone really did that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and what is what is truly wrong with that? Right. I mean, what how does that what's wrong with that? Nothing. I don't. Oh, good. I'm just wondering if that ritual like binds you to Satan or something. Which ritual? <laughs> the, <laughs> the baptism. Like, no, the... it's just an. It's just an. It's an outward expression. It's advertising to the world that you're Christian, and that you've washed away the old, and that you're you know reborn. But I just wondered, um, like, if it's some kind of ritual too that enables Jesus to take your sins. If you look at it as steps, right? It would be. You 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 believe that now I'm going to have it go going and I'm going to take the car to the car wash and mm-hmm. get it and get it washed. I believe I'm now this is really simplifying it so don't get mad at me, but it's like I believe the car wash can clean my car. Now mm-hmm. I'm going to go and prove the car wash can clean my car. Mm-hmm. So then you go through it and it washes away all the dirt and mud and stuff like that. But if you don't keep going to the car wash if you don't keep believing in the car wash your car is not going to stay clean Mm -hmm. right i mean that may be extremely simple and i may have just offended some people but i'm just trying to put it into a perspective that that is you know it's really not that complicated people want to people want to make people think it's complicated and that only by going to their church Will they truly find the way to go and, you know, and blah, 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 and, yeah. and doing all this stuff? But it's really that simple. Yeah. You know, you, 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 you turn to God when you're lost, confused, worried, angry, hurt, um, any of those things. That's when you turn to God. And yeah. then, you know, you thank God for what you have every day. As big as it is, as little as it is. Yeah. You, you know, you, you just be grateful for what you have. I can be, I can sit here and be, man, you know, how can God let me be like this right now? Or I could just thank God that I still have a home and I still have a family and all these other beautiful things in my life. And, and then I can ask him for help to get through this. And I will, you know, one way or another. Yeah, no, I, I I understand all that, but that that whole um, the the baptism is it's, itself is a kind of ritual, and and it's connecting you to an organization with a Bible that they've given you that is heavily edited, and then um, I wonder what else it's connecting you to, and and like I've heard all these horror stories, like my cousin um, is a super Christian and. Um, Man, she she started sending me like all this stuff. Like uh, like the Pope is. There's so much evidence that he's like a really evil guy. There's like evidence that he's performed black masses, which are like satanic rituals um, at the Vatican. And like she sent me photographs of um, of uh, like they they have a new sculpture at the Vatican that I think it's supposed to be kind of like um christ crucified or something but i don't know if you've seen it you should look it up and and if you do look it up although they're censoring the internet but um i don't know if they would take that down too 
but uh, everyone's like, oh, that's the devil. That that means. But wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. You're talking about the Vatican, right? Yeah. Because the Vatican and Christianity are not the same at all. I know. I know. Okay. Um, so. But they go from the same Bible. No, they don't. They don't. Because they, because then they would be the same. Catholics do not believe at all in Jesus. Really? I didn't really. Know that. That's Catholics. Because the Bible, a Christian says the only, the only way to go to, 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 to God is through Jesus. Jesus is the one and only Savior. And only through Jesus can you find God. Catholics believe priests are the, are, can um, absolve you of your sins. Mm-hmm. So that's where the where the faith where where the the road splits oh that is a significant difference yes slightly yeah that's why they go into confession and then the uh priest the man the human on the other side of the screen is supposed to somehow forgive you of your uh uh, give you absolution of all your past sins Mm mm-hmm right and and christians do not believe that there isn't a person on earth that can forgive you of your sins okay now now you now there is a person on earth that you that you did a wrong to that you could go to and talk to and you know work it out that way the person that 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 you wronged then that's different and that's not what the catholic faith faith does either mm-hmm the Catholic faith believes that a priest can absolve you of your sins, and the Christians do not believe that at all. Only God, only through Jesus. He's the one and only, and it says that in the Bible. Yeah. That only through Jesus, he's the way, the truth, and so on and so forth. Yeah, there's a there's a strong difference between the two, and... Um, well, that's good because they got a big statue of the devil at the Vatican <laughs> <laughs> and stuff like well, that. Well, you drop enough acid, everything looks like the devil's head. But they also <laughs> they also um, get baptized though, and I'm like, hey, I'm well, not they yeah they they do it. Takes me to that, you know. Yeah, I think they call it a christening, mm. where they oh, dedicate okay. the baby. Okay, and but again, they use water, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There, I'm. I'm not saying that there's not a lot of sim- similarities. I'm just pointing out that the one, the one flaw, and and you know what? I mean, just to jump onto another religion, right? Mormons use the Bible too. Yeah. But then they got a second book that they use where they where it, you know like where things they like to diverge and go down their own path. Mm-hmm. With the 900 foot Jesus. MC nine hundred foot Jesus man, yeah, they got all kinds. Are they of stuff the nine hundred foot Jesus guys? Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, I thought that was them. There was somebody, and he had like a vision of a nine hundred foot Jesus. So then he wrote something. I thought. That oh, was... I don't know. And I then there know. was like a uh, like a musician guy who called himself MC nine hundred foot Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever hear him? He was sort of funny. A couple of his songs were kind of funny. <laughs> the stuff people do but but no so there's there's um you know 
there's a lot of religions out there. There's a lot of um, beliefs out there. Um, there's variations on Jesus. It's it's interesting though that in most of the religions, Jesus is in there somehow. Mm-hmm. You know, considering yeah. people say he's fake, he sure made it into a lot of different religions. Because yeah. yeah, Jesus is is talked about in the Catholic religion, so they they acknowledge him. So the idea that Jesus didn't exist is 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 false. Mm-hmm. Jesus one hundred percent existed. He's in most, if not all, religions. When you go back and look at their writings, yeah. So I can believe that. Uh, Jesus existed. It's just like in the Catholic faith, I think they got him as a saint or something. Mm-hmm. You know, or, well, I don't even know if he's a saint actually, but I don't, I don't, I shouldn't say that. I just know that they don't, they just think he was a really good guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, he's a heck of a guy. Yeah. He's a good buddy. <laughs> <laughs> what do you know about Jesus? Oh, he's a heck of a guy. <laughs> and you know and and then the bottom line and and i don't think and and this is kind of i don't know i'm not a religious scholar um most people know more about the bible than i do Mm -hmm. um but you know you have to find out for yourself that's why it's called free will you know i can i I can say that 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 God has shown me more than once that he exists and that he loves me. I, that's that's what I can say without doubt. So there isn't anything anybody is ever going to be able to say or do that is that is going to change that because I've witnessed it with my own eyes. Yeah. You know, I've lived through the experiences. Things happen and, 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 and you think, oh, my God, why would God let that happen? But that's because of people's choices or other people's choices and, and so on and so forth. Like in the movie we watched, mm-hmm. um, he killed, God killed all of the, I think it was, I remember it was the firstborn or the boys or whatever of Egypt. Mm-hmm. In one night, that's where Passover came from. Yeah. So Passover is the concept of if you were a um, Israelite, you were supposed to slaughter a calf, take their blood and wipe it around your front door. Yeah. Right. And then on this day, God sent his angels out to take the breath. You know, he didn't mutilate them. He just took the last breath of every uh I don't know if it was, I can't remember if it was firstborn male or, or oldest child or, or what I think it was male. I don't, I don't know. Uh, anyway, he, he, they all died. Yeah. But not a single Israelites child passed away. Right. Because they wiped the blood of a, of a lamb around the door. And that's where Passover comes from. Yeah. That is still celebrated today. Yeah. You know, God has has a short fuse and the Old Testament is full of that. It's full of man making mistakes. Yeah. And God correcting them. 
Yeah. And it was very it's, brutal. All that stuff, like that story, like that's all ritual stuff. Like um, people, it's the blood. Um, the blood is like the energy. Well, it was the it was the blood of a lamb of an. In, it was the blood yeah. of an innocent and uh, a child. Yeah, that's that's a. Uh, we don't do the blood anymore, right? Yeah, it's more of a symbolic. Uh, but that blood, that that blood stuff, like when it was done. Right. Um, there were yes, I will 100% agree with you in the Old Testament. Yeah. There was a lot of rituals. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You're 100% right. The Old Testament is all about that. But when Jesus sacrificed, he was the last and only and last fat sacrifice that had to be made. Now you're because it used to be through sacrifice was how you communicated to God. You would say, God, because you blessed me with this flock of sheep, I am going to give you. It'd be just like honoring the senior citizens, mm -hmm. right? When, when you have a, a family over for dinner, who gets to go first and why do they get to go first? They, you, you usually let the older people go first because then they get the choice of everything, the best of everything first. Yeah. And then we all get what's left. Right. And that's the idea behind a sacrifice is that, okay, God, I'm going to give you my best. Mm -hmm. And, um, and they would sacrifice it and nobody would partake of it. Right. They would sacrifice it to God and, and as a burnt offering, as a, as a ritual, you're right to, to, to give that to God after Jesus was the ultimate sacrifice right jesus said you know i'm i'm gonna i'm the lamb i'm gonna take away everyone's sins we no longer have to give give that you don't you don't have to slaughter your lamb you don't yeah. have to do that anymore because jesus did it for everybody yeah by by going on the cross but but yeah old testament 100 percent is full of all kinds of rituals like that yeah and it's about being being obedient you know and, I wonder about maybe we can like move into the movie review because this would be this would be what I was thinking about. But okay, are we ready for that or sure? Okay, well, so I've been a fan um, <laughs> here and there uh, of Ridley Scott, the director Ridley Scott, and didn't uh, he also do Transformers? No, <laughs> that's Michael Bay. Oh, okay, I get those guys mixed up. Um. No, Ridley Scott did Blade Runner. Oh, and he did Aliens, right? And he, he did uh, the first Alien movie. The first well, Aliens. Actually, yeah. now he's done like three of them. But he did the first Alien movie, and then he did um, Prometheus, and he did Alien Covenant, I think it's called. But he's done a lot. I mean, he's... Yeah, he's, he's a good director. Yeah, he can be. Um like I always, I, I have not seen it in a long time. I wonder if I would still feel the same way about it. But like, um, Blade Runner, I thought Blade Runner was like a masterpiece when I saw it. Remember, we were all obsessed. Yeah, yeah. Remember, we we would run around at the college and like try to jump from building to building. <laughs> Blade yeah. Runner, he does that. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so this is Ridley, and um, it's a movie with Christian Bale, and it's called Exodus gods and kings 
and it's the story of Moses from the Old Testament. It's a version. A version of the story of Moses from the Old Testament. So, Mitch, what did you think of it? Um, well, for, for whatever reason, I have I really struggle with movies from that time period. Um, what was that? Was that like the... It's the time of the Egyptians, right? I mean, it's that. Oh, whole... I thought you meant when the movie itself was made. Like, no, no. I mean, I mean, just movies that that like Egyptian type movies or whatever. I don't know. I, I, they're hard for me to watch, but I, 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 I watched it. Um, you know, I, I think the there was a lot of Hollywood in it, um, mm-hmm. and I, you know, for the most part, they had things in there you know the way they should be um you know they had the the main punishments to pharaoh um in there mm-hmm. uh, no not exactly um how it depicts in the bible necessarily i i wouldn't call it uh biblically correct but mm-hmm. the overall concept is is correct mhm you know, I mean, there's a lot of Hollywood in there. But, yeah, uh, like, um, I don't, I don't know if I was totally satisfied, but I, I sort of felt like it functioned. But like, like in the movie, he, it isn't the, a little boy appears in front of the burning, but like in the story, Moses goes and he sees a burning bush, and then the burning bush speaks to him, and that's the voice of God, and I, I believe that's how it goes. Right. And then in the movie, he sees the burning bush and a little boy appears who is the voice of God. And that little boy actually, as the voice of God, like continues to. Right. That's the theme throughout. Yeah. Right. And that's and that's the Hollywood stuff. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, if you're looking at it like dramatically or cinematically and you and you're trying to figure out a way to do that, um, you know, you could. Yeah, it was a good idea. It was a good twist. Well, child... it was interesting. I, and yeah. also, you know, um, the little boy was kind of like stern and short and kind of a little mean with Moses, I thought. Well, uh, yeah, and that's how God is. That's how God is with Moses. If you read the Old Testament, I mean, God is, you know, he, he isn't. Uh, he's pretty well set in his ways. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like you can it's not like you're going to change God's mind, mm-hmm. you know, um, my understanding of the way the Bible work, like all the, all the different things that happened, the Nile turning to blood and, yeah, and, you know, all that, all that stuff is correct, but that's not, he, they just, in the movie, they just all had it happen in, in one sequence mm-hmm. kind of, mm-hmm. and that's not the way it happened in the Bible. It was after each one Moses and Moses went back and talked to the Pharaoh and said, please, you know, let our people go, and these things will stop. And then every time Moses had the conversation, then the Pharaoh would get more abstinent and and, and that sort of thing. Whereas in this one, they only did it one time just before the bait Passover, you know, stuff like that and stuff. So he's not as actively involved in it. But, I mean, you know, the stuff's there. It's just, it's Hollywood. What are you going to do? <laughs> I just not into 
I don't know what what's wrong with me, but man, I I just get whole really turned off by that genre of movie for whatever reason. I don't know. Like Bible movies? No, um, just that whole Pharaoh and and Egyptian time period of movies. Mm. I don't know what it is. I just, I mean, I watched it, but. I just, uh, I don't know. I just don't feel like I would never sit there and watch something about Greece or Rome. Right. You know, I just, gladiator type movies are just not my thing. I, I'm the same way, actually. I've always been resistant to those stories for some reason. Yeah. But, I mean, it's a version. I believe that it leaves or it shows how powerful God is. And it shows that you know, God will kick your ass. <laughs> well, okay. So here's what I thought about with regards to that. Um, all right. So let me return again to the idea that it's actually all aliens. And um, so we're a field of, inf- we're a morphic field of infinite potential. So that means like we can shape into different things based on um, like will and intention and words and rituals and stuff um and so uh there's a story that uh there were some aliens and they were a superior race they're extra dimensional and um they wanted to mine gold from the earth and so they came down and there were a bunch of monkeys running around so they genetically altered the monkeys and like turned them into human beings and then used the human beings as slave labor. Um, and uh, and then later on, when their mission was complete, they just left. But they, you know, they left behind a race, us, uh, that they had, like, created from monkeys. And so one idea about, like, um, the Old Testament and the stuff that God's doing is, and Jehovah is that Jehovah is not God. Um, Jehovah is a reptilian alien who's like extra dimensional and um, super intelligent and understands spiritual physics and stuff like that. And so they say that there is a real God. God is like love, which is the morphic field of infinite potential that everything ultimately breaks down to. But there are beings who've learned so much about spiritual physics that they're able to do God-like things, but they're not God. But there is a God. Like when Christians say, oh, God is love. Yeah, that's God. Um, And that fits in Eastern religions and stuff, too. But uh, so they say that Jehovah was what happened was the law of karma is in effect. And so after the aliens like created the human race, and then used us, uh, they actually created a lot of bad karma for themselves by doing that. And so they say that Jehovah was like the general, like the head of the aliens that came down and turned monkeys into humans. And, um, and so he took responsibility for the bad karma that, that they had created for creating the human race and using them as slaves and stuff like that. So they say that he remained behind while everybody else like went back to their dimension or whatever. And, um, and that, and so he is Jehovah. Jehovah is like a super powerful ascended master, like alien dude. 
and uh, but because he isn't God, um, he he still used like techniques um, that are you know God wouldn't need um, the real God, and so that's why um, there was animal sacrifice and stuff because there's a there are lesser beings, demons and stuff, and they are able to like feed off the blood, uh, which is actually energy of the sacrifices and stuff. So God doesn't need to do that, but there are really powerful beings in the universe uh, that understand like how God works and how the universe works. And they like through these rituals can um, derive power. So they say like when Jehovah in the old Testament was like, Oh, sacrifice an animal. Um, then uh, that was actually the reptilian alien ascended master guy. Um, but beyond all that, there there is a real God. Like the Christians are right about the real God, but there have been like, I don't know, like posers in there uh, messing around with us. And uh, and yeah, that's so that's that's what they say about that. Um, so I, I was sitting there watching it and I'm like, OK, so from some people's perspective, the burning bush, the little boy the God that they're talking to is not like the real God. He's just a very powerful, like spiritual being. Um, but really he's a reptilian alien. And, um, and so I was kind of watching that and then, but then like God punishes Pharaoh, like you said, you were saying that's like one of the things that, that they got right. And, um, and, uh, so, but I, I'm sitting there. So, so God sends like crocodiles to eat people and frogs to like overrun the city and locusts come. Well, the out. crocodiles were Hollywood, but yeah. Okay. And uh, the locusts come down and, um, and then, you know, the Nile turns to blood and like all that stuff. But so I'm sitting there and I'm watching it and I'm like, okay. Like, if you're the God, you could do anything you want, I assume. Um, so, would, you know, it felt like, yeah, a, like a reptilian alien pretending to be God. Um, maybe that's all he was capable of. Because I'm like, wait a minute. The God who can do anything he wants um, decides to punish Pharaoh by torturing other animals. You know, like, all right. I'm going to throw all these frogs at you and I'm sure you'll be stepping on them and killing them and stuff. But those little life forms with individual free will, I'm going to go ahead and throw them at you. This is actually like one of my problems with Aquaman. Because <laughs> <laughs> like Aquaman's power is all right, all you fish with my mind powers. I'm telling well, you. Well, let, let me just ask you a simple question on all this because it. Okay. It, it kind of, I, I hear everything you're saying and I hear all the challenges and it's just like, why, I, my only question is, why is it so easy to believe in aliens, but it's not easy to believe in God? That's, I mean, well, I'm not saying you in general, I'm just saying those, those people and stuff like that. How is it, how is it easier to believe in an extraterrestrial doing all this or, or, or whatever than it is to actually, because there, there are multiple religions from different parts of the world 
who all account for Jesus. So how do you explain that? Um, well, no, so I, I was careful in what I said, like, right. they, they all, everyone believes that there's a God, but they also believe that there are powerful beings who've been powerful enough to imitate God to lesser beings like human beings who like, we're, we're all, duh. <laughs> <laughs> duh. <laughs> um, like, yeah, so I, I just thought like, why do you got to? Why, why do you have to do it like that with using animals as weapons? Like Aquaman does. Aquaman's like, oh my God, there's a big villain there. All right, fish, go fight him for me. And, and that's like Aquaman's power is like he makes other fish. Well, and that's the problem with that version of the, of the Hollywoodizing, the way they did it. Uh -huh. Because in the Bible, before each of those things happened, Moses went to Pharaoh and asked him to release his people. Right? And he said, please, you know, let's let 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 my people go yeah right let us go and 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 you'll be left alone and then pharaoh would refuse mm -hmm. and then and then the nile turns blood mm -hmm. right to show to show him how powerful his god is right and each one is a progression up and and yeah at the beginning some of pharaoh's people could could go well look i can turn water red too Right. So they were like, oh, that's just magic. See, I can do that. Mm -hmm. And they would explain it away like that. But so each one, that's the problem with the way that movie was, the way they made it look. They left out that part where before each one of those things happened, Moses went to Pharaoh and pleaded with him. You know, my God is powerful. Please release my people, mm -hmm. you know. And, and, you know, Pharaoh was like, I'm a God, <laughs> you know, yeah. I, you know, no one's greater than me and all this stuff. He had a God complex. And so then these things kept escalating. Right. And, and, and so it, it was, you know, turning the Nile blood, you know, to, to, to blood was a pretty minor thing, mm -hmm. you know, in comparison to how far it got. But God did give him the opportunity. I mean, if you look at, I mean, if you look at all those acts, it, it was like, okay, now I'm going to, you know, send frogs. Now I'm going to send uh, the flies. Now I'm going to send locusts, right? He, he, each one was a progression. And it was like, all right, you're finally not going to listen. Then I'm just going to have to shut you the hell up. Yeah. You know, and, and so he... He had to take all his children back. So, yeah. um, you know, it, it's it what you know. He was pretty patient. You know. Yeah, I just. I mean, four hundred years of enslavery. Why can't he just sort of snap his fingers and have all those things happen instead of going through? Because like... it's about free will. It's always no, when God attacks, like God's like, okay, you know, you were warned. Now I'm going to start throwing stuff at you. Like he's throwing live animals at them. <laughs> and I'm like, don't those animals have lives and free will? And like, how can you use them as a weapon? And why would you need to, if you're God, like you could just snap your fingers and have those things happen. Well, because if it just, you know, you, you have to, people have to see it. They have to, you know, just look at the problems we're having now where everybody's like, oh, well, it's probably just aliens, right? 
I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, it's, you know, it, God had to demonstrate his power to me. Right. When I, I had to physically witness things happening for me to truly not question anymore. Um, you know, I had to witness miracles, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, that's, that's the way we are. That's how we're built. Yeah. We suck, you know, <laughs> it, but you know, I've, I, I witnessed several miracles in my life that, that you can't explain away to aliens or, um, well, no, see, you the, but you're, you're, uh, you're think you're thinking that people are saying it's aliens. And so there's no God, but I think people, no, are... I, I know, I know what you're saying. I, yeah. I, I totally get it. I'm just using that as an example, but, um, you know, I, I, you know, this is in my personal life. And when you, and I, I'm not pretending that my, my life is not perfect, right? I'm sick. My wife's sick. You know, we don't have a perfect life, mm-hmm. but we're not blaming God for our life. You know, we're, we're thankful for what we do have. We're thankful for the 20 years we have had together. Mm-hmm. Right. We're not, we're not worrying about this year and, and the hardships that, that, that we have to go through. Right. And, um, I will just say that, you know, in my life, I have, God has personally performed miracles. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about like, uh, m- you know, made up things where I thought I saw, uh, you know my name written in the sky or something you know i mean these are these are hard facts that were witnessed by other people so it wasn't i wasn't in a closet by myself mm-hmm. you know and and um you know i i don't i i can't speak to everybody else and and i would just hope that you know people can have a relationship with god and 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 that they can witness some of the miracles and, you know, and that, you know, personal miracles within their lives. I'm not talking about global miracles, talking about personal miracles. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, that you have to learn for yourself. You have to experience it for yourself on a one-on-one relationship. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, I don't, I don't know. I've, I've had it happened several times and i've talked about it before on the shows even on that one with uma mm-hmm. right at the the last one i think we had three shows with her yeah um, and on the last one i waited i let her have the first two shows and then i asked her to explain the things in my life right you know and i don't feel she could and um because you can't because it's god right it's 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 it's, it's that simple and uh it's you 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 have to be grateful for what you have as little or as big as it is mm-hmm. and uh appreciate it and, and do good try and do good i don't folks i don't do good all the time no way i don't i don't make the right choices all the time i don't say the right things all the time i don't do the right things all the time i am I am so far from imperfect. It, it's, it's, you know, I'm, I'm there at the bottom, but it's not because I don't want to. And it's not because I don't try. Mm-hmm. And that's all I can do. I, I, I try and make the best decision I can at the moment. 
in time that I'm making that decision. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, hindsight, they always talk about that. Well, anybody can be an armchair quarterback or anybody can sit there on Monday and talk about all the things that someone did wrong on Sunday. All, all I can say is, is I've personally witnessed, you know, witness things. I'll just, this, this, this one, and I don't know if anybody will ever believe it, but luckily there were people there to witness it. But that, that one time and in, in you, and you know, you know how in Southern California, especially in the Ontario area, how strong the Santa Ana winds are, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So you tell everybody how, how strong they are. Right? They're strong. <laughs> yeah, they definitely blow you around. Yeah, they blow trees over. I mean, and it's every year. It's not like it's once in a blue moon, right? It's, it's a seasonal thing. And, and, and they come through there. So, so I will tell you, I was at the Ontario airport, which is like right in the wind tunnel of those winds. I had lost my, uh, you know, you go into the airport parking, you pull a ticket out, the arm rolls up and you drive into the parking. Right. Yeah. And then, and then when you leave, you, you leave the booth, you give them the ticket, they put it in the machine and they tell you $5 right. You're there an hour. Right. That's how you get in now. So. I go to the Ontario airport, Santa Ana winds everywhere. Um, we pick up who we're picking up. We get back in the truck. I'm looking around. I can't find my ticket. Yeah. So, you know, we look, can't find it. I give up. I, I'm like, okay, well, we'll just go to them. We'll show them that your flight just arrived. Obviously, I'm not you guys. So, maybe, you know, we'll just have to trust that, that, that it'll, it'll be okay. Because there's nothing else we can do. So I back up and I drive, you know, it's just like any mall parking lot, right? So you got to drive up, I don't know what, 30 parking spaces, right? You drive yeah. up 30 parking spaces, then you serpentine. So you turn right and you come back down. Now you're just on the other side of where you were and you zigzag out of the whole whole thing like that, right? Yeah. So I go up, come back down through Santa Ana winds the whole time. It's not like the winds let up. And I'm right across from our parking spot and fluttering from the sky in front of the truck is a parking ticket floating down from the sky above us. I put the car in park and I said, that's our parking ticket. Mm -hmm. And I get out and I go over and I pick it up, up, up off the ground and we go through and, and we pay $5. Right. Now, there's no way, you know how the Santa Ana winds are. It's not, and it was nonstop. So there's no way that ticket, even if it flew out of our truck, would still be there. Mm-hmm. It would have been in LA by then. Yeah. And and it literally floated down in front of the truck, five feet in front of the truck. Yeah. Just fluttered down from the sky. And I yeah. got out and I picked it up. So the fact that it even fluttered down in that wind, it shouldn't have even come straight down. It it should have been blowing left to right. It should have been blowing across sideways and kept blowing. And I should have had to go chase it down. Yeah. And it just fell on the ground. I walked over and I picked it up. It didn't even blow away. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's, and that's one example. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I, I had several others. So, you know, that's all I can, I can speak for myself when, when, you know, I say that I believe wholeheartedly that that there's there's one and only one 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 true God and that the only way through him is through Jesus Christ. Yeah. 
and there isn't anything anybody's going to say or change that's ever going to change my heart on that because I personally witnessed, and that's just one of a few that I got to witness, but that's the most tangible that, that kind of meets what we're talking about, mm-hmm. you know? And, and so, you know, but I'm not perfect. I still make mistakes and, and I still screw up and I'm completely fallible. Mm-hmm. And I'll probably run over your dumb ass if you park in front of me and block me in. <laughs> With my wheel drive check. Yeah. Because <laughs> some things like stupid just can't be fixed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I don't I don't have any explanation more than that. I really don't. I'm sorry. You know, I can't I can't explain why God is so was so brutal back in the Old Testament time. Mm-hmm. See, because there is a change. Like everybody got rid of animal sacrifice and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, that was because of and, Jesus. And it was all, you know, centered around the idea of like focusing on when God and all that. Um, so yeah, like for me, when if someone like that alien theory, like it, it kind it functions. I mean, like, so the Old Testament God was really rough and asked for animal sacrifice and all that stuff. Well, that's because that wasn't the real God. That was like a being that just understood spiritual physics so much it could imitate God, but it, it not the real God. And then by the time you get to like the New Testament and all that stuff and Jesus, now you're directly dealing with like the real God. And and that God doesn't need an animal sacrifice or doesn't need you to paint blood on your door, you know? Um, right. Yeah. So that's all. It's just a thought. I, who knows what's really true? I, like you, firmly believe that there is a God and that there's just one God. So, I'm, I mean, I, we basically have the same idea. The only slight difference is that you're like, but it's got to be through... Um, Jesus. Yeah, but yeah. I'm sort of on the same page with you because I regard Jesus as being um, like a amazing ascended master, like maybe the most powerful yogi or most powerful monk of all. And um, I bless Jesus Christ like every single day. Um, he's one of the gurus of the self-realization fellowships. I bless him and and the other gurus. And um, so I don't know, it's a little different. I, I, you know, I didn't have a ritual done like a baptism, um, but I, I still bless Jesus every day. And, well, yeah, uh, you don't, because you don't get baptized does not mean you're not Christian. Right. Right. It's, it's being Christian is in your heart. That's the only way I can describe it. If, if, if you're, if you're a person who um, tries to do right the best of their abilities and, um, you know, I mean, you, you are you in order to be a Christian, you have to believe that that the only way through to God is through Jesus and that Jesus sacrificed himself for you. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's the key. But but it's not that you're worshiping Jesus it's that you believe Jesus made the selfish sacrifice and that, yeah and 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 that how you how close to jesus can can you act how selfless can you be right jesus is our role model he isn't who we worship 
who worship God. And we thank him for, for the blessings. We thank him for Jesus because mm-hmm. Jesus died on the cross for us and gave us an opportunity and gave us an example. And, you know, through Jesus's actions and resurrection, we have the same opportunity now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in order for it to happen, you got to believe it. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, isn't that true of anything? Yeah. You know, for for two plus two to equal four, you have to believe that two plus two equals four. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I think, um, well, that's all. I mean, I, I think that, that even the alien people are like, there's a God, but, you know, the aliens are as much the children of God as man is. And, you know, um, they're just, if you're, if you've been around long enough doing experiments and figuring stuff out, like the Rishis in India, like it's like a 10,000 year old science of just like figuring out, oh, well, if you breathe this way and hold your body like this and visualize that, then, you know, this can occur. So there are just powerful beings that understand all that stuff and are able to, you know, pretend to be God, but, but the real God, but anyway, I, I guess I already said this, but the main thing is like, no one's saying there isn't a real God. But some people say that, like, some of our history was actually manipulated by aliens. <laughs> actually, I, I've heard, um, like, like I told you, I watch Alex Jones, and, um, you know, he's a huge Christian. And um, he's like, absolutely, you know, the, it's there's only one way. It's through Jesus. And, I mean, and he, he knows the Bible, and he's at church all the time, and he sermonizes on the show and actually I love to hear him when he starts talking about like spirituality and all that. But even he said, look, um, it is the Bible and it is what's described in the Bible. And he goes, um, but you know, it could be demons that are doing that or demons and angels or, or it could be aliens. And he's like, you know, I, I think it's actually demons and angels that, that are doing these things. Um, but it's, you could also argue that it's aliens. So, um, that's all like, there's some powerful, yeah. beings, you know? Yeah. But I, I, I'm just curious. I mean, more than, more than anything else, uh, I, I don't know for, for whatever reason, I'm, I'm just curious as to why people find it easier. I'm not saying you, I'm just saying people in general. Mm-hmm. I wonder wonder why people find it easier to believe in an alien than it is to believe in in like God. You know what I mean? But see, I mean, no that's just curious to me. God, though, that's the like uh, they still believe in God, but they they believe in aliens as well. But I mean, there are people out there that don't believe in God. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah right. And and but but they will believe in the aliens. Well, I mean, honestly, this thing, like, uh, everything's run by the intelligence community, and they gave us, like, um, buzz phrases and buzzwords that short-circuit your ability to um, think about it deeply on your own. You just, like, sort of fall into to what's been said by um, other people, and they, they mostly control us, like, through ridicule, like, because everyone's just afraid to be ridiculed, and so... Um, if there's if something comes out that they don't want you to know about, they just make fun of it 
like oh yeah isn't that stupid and then people like fall in like sheep. yeah we used to do that as little kids too yeah yeah um and so um oh damn it i just lost my train of thought i think uh, you're saying the cia somehow oh right so like uh so like if you say to someone who hasn't looked at it at all oh i think there's aliens that person might say something like, oh, it, you know, I hope it's aliens. I wish it was aliens. It'd be cool if there were aliens, but there's just no evidence for that. And actually that, for that sentence, like there's just no evidence is a CIA supposedly is what I've heard from these different speakers, you know, on the internet and stuff. That's, um, and a lot of them are, you know, total, total experts on the intelligence community and stuff. But that's been introduced into the culture so that you don't go and look at the mountains of evidence that really are there that absolutely show you, yeah, something's going on and this looks like some alien stuff. But instead of doing that, you're like, oh, there's no evidence for that because you heard that, you know, because that got introduced into the culture. But so on the alien front, if you actually sit down with it and look at the evidence that's out there, you're going to be like, oh, we got some aliens. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, and the idea that there's no evidence on it is is an intelligence community thing to get you not to think about it and just drop it right there. Um, so, but also, well, too, yeah, you know, I'm not saying there can't be aliens because I don't know any better. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I don't I mean, there's it's hard to prove what's not. You know, it's it's hard to prove that there are aren't aliens out there because the whole come back to the just because you haven't seen it doesn't mean it's not true right and and my whole point to the question is you can take that argument and say that about god yeah right just because you haven't seen it doesn't mean it's not true Mm -hmm. it's that simple you know this the same argument with the whole aliens i can just say that that i've seen it you know so i I know without without doubt, without question, I have seen it. And yeah. I've seen it. I've seen it more than once. And, you know, I know that, you know, in the people in Southern California know all about the Santa Ana winds. And, and what I explained is not possible. It's right. not, you know, it, you know, you can't explain that with science. There is no physical way for what I said to have happened. Yeah. You know, during that during that time when it's blowing like that and it was blowing like a mother you know yeah and um you know there was me and three other people that that witnessed that and you know do i get miracles all the time absolutely not 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 like that but but then on the other hand you know um my life is blessed i mean i i mean i i got what i prayed for and what i asked for I, I feel in my heart, I feel like God has blessed me with, with what I, what I prayed for and, and what I asked for, which was a beautiful, loving family. And all I've ever wanted was, was to have my own family, mm-hmm. you know, and, and doesn't mean it's easy. <laughs> you know, um, it, there is, there is nowhere that it said just because you have your family makes it easy. Mm-hmm. Um, it is not, you know, you've got, I've got four beautiful kids. Um, they all are good people. Um, and nobody's life is easy, right? None of, none of, none of, none of their lives are perfect. 
None of them are easy. Um, they all have their own struggles. Um, as, 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 you know, I've had my struggles throughout my life, but if I truly look back on it and, and, you know, and you ask me, well, well, what, what is it that you've always wanted? I just wanted a family, you Mm -hmm. know, I wanted a happy family and, and for the most part, we have a happy family. Yeah. You know, I mean, is my marriage perfect? No. Is my health perfect? No. Is, are my finances perfect? No. You know, are, are, are my kids perfect? Absolutely not. But they're the best version of themselves and they continue to seek to be better and to seek to improve. And, you know, using Julia as an example, you know, that girl you know, was, was raised in the middle of a divorce and she was very young and it was very hard on her and she went through a lot. And, and then when, when she had to go through that herself and she had kids, the main thing she made sure was that she wasn't that, that, that her, that she's making sure of is that those two kids are not treated and raised the way her and Chad were. Yeah. You know, and you know, I can't, I can't go back and fix that, but she can be a better version. And, 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 I, you know, my hat's off to her. She's, she's made that a priority in her life. And, and how is that not, you know, a blessing for those two kids, you know, that, that, that she's, she has three, but two of them are from the other guy. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, and, and the stories go on and on for all of our kids. You know, I was chasing my dream of what I thought I wanted and, and and all that stuff and you know i tried to do it on my own and i found that it, and that's what i was trying to get to is i've just found that i was even getting with you mm-hmm. is that you know i've found that trying to do it on my own is really was was really hard but once i you know turned to god and and just started having him as a partner and and i'm not saying that you know i should we shouldn't classify him as a him or a her her but you know having him as a partner and um going down that this 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 walk with him and instead of trying to do it on my own has made a big difference in my life yeah and has he has blessed me with with everything i've wanted and he's given me some miracles when i needed them and um shown me things that just that that he was carrying me mm-hmm you know, and, and I think that what I was getting at was, you know, thankful that we're both where we are now. And, you know, that that, you know, we're we're for friends 40 plus years later. And, you know, we were friends in high school freshman year. And, and now we're friends. Hey, we're we're also freshman senior citizens. Yes, we are. (laughs) (laughs) I think, though, like you're asking, how come people can believe aliens, but they won't believe in like angels and demons? And but to that end, again, you know, referencing my own spiritual path, which has intensified over the last, you know, 10 or 15 years, because I've put so much like study into it. Um, Oh, damn it. There goes my train of thought. Oh. Um, in addition to the fact that, you know, there is a tremendous amount of evidence that 
there's aliens and like the Sumerian tablets, which are the oldest writings on earth. They, they tell that story that there were aliens came down and upgraded like um, advanced monkeys and turned them into human beings and used them as slaves. Like, so if you're looking for like, well, here's the original writings of humanity, that's what it says happened is, you know, it's, it's aliens and all that. So anyway, there's a lot of evidence for aliens, but um, like uh, one of the things that the, that the devil did was to like trick people into believing that he doesn't exist. And, and uh, when um, you and I were growing up, um, religion was uh, very, very like, um, I don't want to say looked down upon, but it was, it was, we were raised like in an age of science and we were, the message kind of was that you're, you're silly if you believe in an old book like the Bible and really it's science that is the answer. And um, so we were steered culturally on purpose away from believing in angels and demons and stuff like that into science where like an alien is more acceptable. And so while I had, I always had an open mind, we were kind of raised to believe that again, that the Bible was sort of silly. And it, it one of, so I think one of the reasons people might be able to believe in aliens is because we were steered away from the Bible um, on purpose. And, and people say that was the devil too. He's like, um, I'll have even more power if I don't have people directly rejecting me um, because they won't even know that I exist. Like they, they, they won't believe in me. And so, uh, you know, I can get away with murder. And then when someone says, oh, my God, the devil made me do it or whatever, um, then it'd be like, well, there's no devil. That's for even now. Like if you went to court and you're like, the devil made me do it. They'd be like, there's no scientific explanation for that. And so, <laughs> um, but so that's why, and, uh, but so then I've had my own experiences and then I've been on the spiritual path. And so I know that there is a God, um, but I think the way that we were raised, it was easier to believe like aliens instead of angels, you know? In the eighties was when technology blew up, right? That's when Mac came out when apple exploded on the scene and and there was a lot of great advancements so we lived in a very tech is king world at mm -hmm. that point we, yeah. we 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 did raise in that and and you know i think the bottom line and, and you said it a minute ago is is it's ironic it's i don't know i don't know why people are that way but you know they want to believe in the devil and they want to believe in aliens but they don't want to believe in god I, I don't, I just, for the life of me, I don't get it. Well, I, whatever I, it is, because you yeah. can't, you know, the argument is still the same. Even if there's a devil and even if there's aliens, somebody had to create the aliens. Right. That's what, yeah. So there is a God, like nothing yeah. I said. Did no, not I, I'm not saying you, I'm God. just saying. I'm just wondering if like some of the other things that have happened were actually like lesser players pretending, you know. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, remember that episode of Star Trek, the original series, when they go, uh, they, they're flying along in space and a giant hand grabs the Enterprise. 
and then they end up on this planet and like apollo and all the greek gods are oh that's right i love that it was a brave episode because they let it be that like it 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 becomes it gets it it's explained that apollo and all the greek gods were actually aliens pretending to be gods and and they were manipulating us and um and so that too is like science over spirituality but also like potentially offensive to people but in that episode they actually um stuck with it they uh um they let it be at the ending of the episode that yeah it turns out all the greek gods were just aliens pretending to be gods and uh, they just manipulated us so but that doesn't mean there isn't a real god god behind behind all of that it's just like there's been a question mark as to who's been messing with us. <laughs> so having said all that, what? how many fleshes do you give um, Exodus Gods and Kings? Um, I, I'm, I'm going to give that, that, that movie about two and a half stars. Oh, wait, we, we, we you see, you screwed me up. <laughs> Actually, I was just going to have to ask you again. I forgot. So like, the more fleshes you get, the worse the movie is. Yeah, because the bigger the turd. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you give it two and a half fleshes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I would say like I give it three fleshes. Oh wow, you did better than me. Um. Wow. Well, no, that means I liked it. I didn't like it as well, right? Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, for me, they had some money, and so the effects were okay um there were some nice moments in it but for some reason it never involved me that much yeah I don't know why. that's the thing i had a problem with too mm -hmm. yeah so maybe i revised mine to three and a half flushes three and a half huh yeah yeah because um i i, I now that i'm thinking about it i actually almost turned it off but yeah i was, it was, I was like no i gotta cool. watch this because we were gonna review it so mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, I kind of watched it because you've been talking about the Old Testament so much. Yeah. And um, but uh, no, I don't know. It, it kind of didn't move me. I, I, I didn't I didn't get involved in it. I thought a lot of the performance in it, including Christian performances, including Christian Bale, were kind of inconsistent. And um, I thought like the guy who put in the best performance was the dude who played um the pharaoh yeah absolutely yeah he was interesting um yeah. but uh yeah a lot of the other ones i, I it, especially christian bale's moses it just felt inconsistent like um so yeah i'm gonna go with well i'll, I'll up it so that we can be simpatico and i'll just <laughs> three and a half flushes yep three and a half flushes Two Men with the Mic is produced at Close on a Hanger Studios. You can reach them at the number two menwithamic.com. Amber, mom wants to hang.